0: Doesn't the Lord work in amazing ways? I know. It's no shock to anyone who 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 loves the Lord. And you see these things happen, and it is not coincidence at all. A few weeks ago, um, we had an episode. I shared an episode of like, what does the Bible say about success, right? Um, I'm going to try and figure out which episode number that was. But anyways, I was struggling with that. Like, what does the Bible say about a success. That was episode 119. And I had been looking through the scriptures and really like searching that. And I get requests all the time to, in the I don't mean that in an arrogant way, um, to have guests on the podcast. And 99% of them, it's kind of like the, the people that show up in your DMs, like totally spamming you. You're like, hey, be an affiliate for whatever. You're like, whatever. So it becomes white noise, right? You stop listening to it all and you start looking at it. And then every so often you think, okay, wait, this one actually sounds legit. Well, that was this. So Kayla Craft, the mommy millionaire, she you can check out her podcast, you can go to Instagram and find all of her stuff will be in the show notes where you can locate her. Well, her her team had reached out to me to have her as a guest on the the show. So I was like, okay, sure. What does she want to talk about? And I kid you not, one of the first topics that she wanted to talk about is basically like, what does the Bible say about success? And kind of getting over that guilt feeling. That's what we're talking about. How insane is that? We are... We're diving deep into that, and I am so excited for you to hear from Kayla. She tells her story, and so I don't want to repeat that. I want you to hear it straight from her mouth as to how she's she's grown her business to what it's at today and, and all of the things. So I cannot wait for you to hear from Kayla. So hop in. Hey, hey, hey. Oh my goodness. Guess what? I mean, if you've been listening for a while, then you probably already know this, but I am expanding my team and opening up for the first time here ever, my social retail mentorship program. So here's what you'll get. You get top leadership training. And I don't mean just top leadership training within the company. I mean in the industry. Look up people like Justin Prince, Wes Bewley, Lisa Cutler. I the, the list goes on and on and on. You get strategic content. It is, you know how I feel. I am against the copy paste culture because there is no strategy behind it. But what if there was strategy and you learned it from the get go? That's what I'm going to show you. Strategic content to build your business from day one. You're going to be launched in less than 15 minutes. I'm gonna show you how to earn from day one. You're going to be mentored directly by me and other remarkable, amazing people within our team and this industry. I'm gonna show you how to harness your current and previous experience to level up in a way you never thought possible before. How many times have you thought, okay, this industry is just not for me, I've tried it, I've done it, all the things, I'm not good at it friend, it's not you. I guarantee you it's not you. It's the system or the lack of system. So I'm going to show you how to take all of that knowledge and information and all that you have learned over the years, harness it to be amazing. So if you're interested in one-on-one mentorship by me while you build your social retail business, then go to bit.ly slash C Discovery Call. That's Michelle Castro, MC Discovery Call. Make sure it's all caps to schedule that 15-minute call to see if we're a good fit, to see if you're a good fit, to find out all the ins and outs. And here's the deal, friend. If you are teachable, you're coachable, and you're looking to earn an income, whatever size that is, whether it's a couple hundred to pay the groceries or the car payment or or gas, <laughs> or something way more than friend, we should talk because this absolutely could be an amazing fit for you. Go to bit.ly slash call, all caps, MC Discovery Call to schedule. And secondly, the Mastering Your Niche free masterclass is available. It's up. It's ready. It's just waiting for you to click on it. Did I say it's free? Because it's free. So many of you have already jumped in. It makes my heart sing. And thank you so much for your kind words and all of the feedback. If you haven't jumped in yet, why not? In less than 30 minutes, you're going to walk away with an understanding of who your dream client is, but I don't believe that's enough. I want you to understand, as always, the strategy behind it, why it matters, and how it's going to help you level up. I bet every single one of you listening could figure out who your dream client is. Yeah, it's you a day, a week, a month, a year ago. You know that. But understanding why it matters and truly how it's going to help you level up are so incredibly key, and we're going to jump into that in this 30-minute Free masterclass. Go to bit.ly slash M Y N blueprint, all caps. It's free. The links are all in the show notes. Hey there, friend. Are you a sassy, audacious unicorn mama who's on a mission to grow your network marketing business? Are you tired of the copy paste culture, ready to set those goals and map out a strategic plan to get there? Hey, I'm Michelle. with strategies to be that unicorn mama and grow your business while still showing up for your family and all the things that make you, you. Okay, go warm up that cup of coffee for the second or let's be honest, eighth time. I know how it goes and let's get started. Hello, hello friends, I, I'm sitting over here totally fangirling because I am so excited that we get to hear from Kayla Craft today. And this is one of those episodes that you ever have those things happen where you're like, the Lord like leaves you these massive breadcrumbs and he's like, this is, this is what I want for you. I, as you know, if you've been listening for any amount of time, I kind of been like on this path of what does the Bible say about abundance? What does the Bible say about success? And no joke, the Lord dropped Kayla in my lap and we are talking today about just that. And if you don't know Kayla, you're going to one, fall in love with her immediately and start following her, listen to what she has to say, but this is her heart for really helping women like you and me who love Jesus and also want to contribute in a massive financial way to our families. So welcome, Kayla. Yay. I am so
1: excited to be here. I've been looking forward to this for a while, Michelle. So I can't wait to talk all things, all the things today.
0: All the things, everyone carve out the next four hours and it's going to be amazing. Well, let's start and tell us a little bit about you. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, it's like, do you sometimes feel like you've lived a lot of lifetimes, like in this little life, right? You're like, what was I doing? joke. Yes. Oh my gosh. So it's, this is kind of a loaded question, but you know, I'm mainly known for my brand Mommy Millionaire. And I have to kind of share with you the backstory of how Mommy Millionaire came to be because like people kind of hear that and they are triggered by it or they're like really inspired by it. It's polarizing, right? Yes. And I know we have both types listening in right now. Okay. Okay. So it's like, I see you, I hear you. And the reason why I called it Mommy Millionaire was knowing that I knew it was going to make people mad, but I also knew it was going to call people forward into their greatness I was raised by a single mom, okay? And I just saw her work extremely hard. She was a hairstylist, a telemarketer, and like she just worked so hard to give me and my brother like the things that we needed in life, okay? So I never really went without. The thing I did go without is my father. He was addicted to drugs and he was in jail for most of my life. And as a young child, I remember like, thinking in the back of my mind, like, what did I do to deserve this? What did I do to deserve this? Like, when is it going to get easy for my mom? Like, I just always felt so bad for my mom. Why does she have to work so hard? Other people have, you know, their husbands and, uh, so I always had a heart for moms. And by the time I was 13, I said, you know what? I'm going to become an ER nurse because I heard there was a nursing shortage, which there still is, which is crazy. And I was like, that's going to give me a job for life. Okay, now I know J-O-B stands for just over broke, but I didn't know that at 13 years old. I really wanted the J-O-B because I saw my mom struggle trying to make it work on her own. Right. So I was like, I don't want that. And I became an ER nurse by the time I was 20, was a charge nurse by the time I was 21, was a mom by the time I was 23. And, uh, you know, it's like I grew up quick. Okay, (laughs) in all of that time. And I found myself at 23 years old with the job that I had dreamed about my whole life, right? And I was making great income. I was also working as a nursing instructor at a local college. So I was making a six-figure salary. And I like to point that out because a lot of people, when they find direct sales, it's because they're in a really down place in their life. I found direct sales when I was in a great place in my life. And I saw it and I thought, oh, this will just help make my life better, Mm -hmm. okay? So I started in the direct sales industry, made a million dollars by the time I was 26. And I've been financially free ever since. And I'm always like, I'm obsessed with the direct sales industry because it makes more millionaires than any other industry out there. Okay. And, but I found myself like after I hit that milestone and I had a team of like 90,000 people, I was like, you know what? I want to help like everybody. I feel like I'm in this box with just one company. And I want to make sure that everybody in the world here's my message that you can be rich and it's your birthright to be rich and so that's why i created mommy millionaire was because i wanted to specifically help moms know that it's easier than you think to make a million dollars and it's your right to make a million dollars and more okay and so that's who i am it's it's just it's inside of me to help people because i grew up struggling and seeing the struggle, it breaks my heart. And that's like the thing that gets me out of bed every morning. Like, even though I don't have to build my businesses now because of passive income, I get up and I'm like, okay, who are we helping today? Like, who are we helping like turn the light bulb on that they can do this today? Mm-hmm. That's what gets me going. So long-winded answer to that's my story, Michelle. <laughs>
0: I love it. I absolutely love that. It is so inspiring inspiring. And, um, just impressive really. How many kiddos do you have now?
1: So I have three. Um, so I have an 11, nine and a seven year old.
0: Okay. Oh my goodness. Such, such fun ages.
1: Oh yeah. It, it's, it's fun. Except like now we're also at that age where it's like, they, you know, they're becoming independent little beings and then they're not like, mom, you're amazing all the time. <laughs>
0: Just half the time, just half. The, I know. Oh, so your, your oldest is, my youngest is going to be um, 12 tomorrow. So that's such a fun age. Okay. So you have a, yeah, 2010 baby. Mine's yeah. He's almost 12 too. So yeah. Oh my gosh. It's, it's just so cute. And like how quickly they grow anyways. Okay. So let's talk about this. I, I am so passionate uh, in the same way about the, the girls industry and about helping women and, I feel like we then hit this chasm when we say, okay, and, and we want, want to honor the Lord in this. How do we, how, how do we broach that without it being, um, uh, you know, I, I'm going to demand that God make me profitable, which is, is not biblical. It's not what God says at all in there. However, we are his children and we know how much we love to bless our children And I know that that's what our heavenly father wants for us too. So, so what are some challenges that you've seen that you faced that, I mean, that you've recognized when you're marrying faith with success?
1: Well, you know, I just truly believe God didn't put his children, like, you know, we we have kids, so we understand that feeling of having children and how much we love them, right? We could sit here and talk about them we stare at them while while they sleep because they're just so freaking cute, right? That's how God looks at us, by the way, right? So he loves us so much. Yep. Why would he send us down here to suffer and live in poverty? And, and, you know, like just be in that like detriment of how am I gonna pay my bills, okay? What happens is poverty is actually a curse. Write that down if you're listening in. Poverty is a curse and it is passed down generationally. And, you know, for me, I realized that I, my family had been cursed by poverty on both sides. And I said, okay, not only am I taking on, you know, this challenge of becoming rich, but I'm also breaking generational curses right here. And it says in the Bible, right? It says in Mark nine, he says, all you need is prayer, right? Call the demon out. Like it's right there. Okay. So I look at poverty, like somebody is possessed by something bad. Okay. Okay. You're in spiritual warfare. So all you need to do, if if you feel like you've been struggling with money, you just call it, say, spirit of poverty, leave my body, leave my mind, leave my family, leave my home right now in the name of Jesus. Goodbye, goodbye, okay? And I loose the abundance of God to me and all that rightfully belongs to me now comes to me under grace in a perfect way, period. And, And this is the thing, when you start to get in this like power, knowing God gave me the power, Okay. He created man and he gave man uh, authority over the world. So we have to use our tongue to create life. It either creates life or death over us. Most people are speaking death over their finances, speaking death over their family, speaking death over their health every day. If you just like walked around with a tape recorder, listening to what you say out loud, you'd be blown away. You'd be like, Oh my gosh. Whoa. Try that as an experiment, Right. And here's the thing that God wants us to think about him and to glorify him in all we do, right? Mm -hmm. And our job here is to grow the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. So if we're obsessed with how are we going to pay our bills? How are we going to do this? And we're living in that scarcity mindset. How are we going to be focused on growing the kingdom of God? We've made money our idol, right? Right. People think, oh, poverty, I'm a martyr. I'm poor. And now I, you know, ah." It's like that is not a badge to wear. Okay. It's not a badge to wear. It's, it's no, you've made money, your idol. It's just like the cool way to do it as a Christian. But I'm here to like call them out and just be like, hey, actually as a Christian, you're supposed to do everything with excellence. How many times does God talk about that in the Bible? He says, everything you do, do it with excellence. So if you're doing your very best, you know, it's not that everybody is going to be a multimillionaire. I realize that, right? Maybe not in this lifetime, maybe, you know, generations to come. If we start to teach our kids these right principles, things will change. But here's the thing, like you go and you do your best with what you have right now. And you don't worry about how the bills are going to be paid and how much money you're making, you walk around expecting because you have faith. That's all you need to do is you go take action. You live in excellence and you have faith Mm -hmm. that God will always provide for you. And in everything you do, you're glorifying God. You're giving God the credit, right? And what happens is to whom, like when you are proven faithful with little, he will give you more. Mm -hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're in that part right now where you're like, oh, I don't know about success. I don't want it. Then he's going to be like, yeah, you're not going to get it then. If you you don't want it, I'm not going to give it to you. Right. Right? So it's like, watch your words and like, just be focused on, you know,
0: living out excellence. Yeah. I get fired up, Michelle. I love it. We've been reading um, the book, The Gap and the Gain as a team. And it's so funny. Like, I would think of myself as like a positive, like, you know a whole thing until I read this and was like, wait a second, living in the gain is, or living in the gap is constantly like, well, I didn't hit that goal. Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. And while there's nothing wrong with recognizing, like you set this goal in front of you and maybe you didn't achieve it, but what ends up happening is we don't recognize how far we've come Mm -hmm. and we don't recognize that. Okay. Well, maybe I didn't hit that one, but gosh, let's look back and see all the ways that the Lord blessed us along the way. Mm -hmm. And it's taking that spin on, instead of, um, you know, recognizing all the, the ways that you didn't meet up or didn't match up. It's like, well, but you now you just missed a thousand ways that the Lord blessed your business. And why, why is he going to keep blessing you if you're not even recognizing the ways that he did? And it's been such a good mindset. And I think we, we take that poverty mindset as a, like you said like a badge of honor or a badge of something um but also like because we want to be humble like i don't want to be prideful and be like oh i'm so successful like there's a difference between seeking to honor the lord and be successful and wearing around this like like a badge of poverty is is not humility mm-hmm. in many cases like you said it it really might be ignorance it might be stupid it might just be you know you you're not actually honoring the lord with that well and this is going to make
1: a lot of people mad but being poor is the most selfish thing that you can do actually okay because that's when you're having to you're becoming a burden for other people when you're poor yeah. and uh i think about this all the time like being a mom you know and i I always think like how it's, you know, it's biblical. I got to keep an inheritance for my kids, you know, and for, for my kids, kids, you know, that is actually a command in the Bible. And so in order to do that, I have to be excellent in my finances and I never want to be a burden to, to like my grandkids, you know, like I want to have everything set up for them so they can go out and build the kingdom of God. Okay. And mm-hmm. wow. um, so it's all that like, we've got to be kingdom minded and we've got to be kingdom builders. And so when we're so focused in this little thing and my goals and my things is it's so selfish, you know, and that, like, I don't think people talk about that enough, you know? Um, I was, I also think, you know, being shy is selfish. There's a lot of things that people do (laughs) that are like, you know, it's, it's selfish. So when you're talking about this, like, I love that you're talking about this goals, you know, like going after your goals and having this gratitude, Mm -hmm. God says like, you know, come to me in gratitude, like in all things. Yeah be in thanksgiving, right? Like, are you giving thanks to the Lord for, for the little that you, the little like air quotes, right. You have now, um, because like every morning I wake up, thank God I woke up. Thank God I'm healthy. Thank God my kids are healthy. And I just, I just pray over every single one of them. Now it wasn't always that way. No, I remember what it used to be like when I used to not hit goals, you know, being in my early twenties and, being frustrated. And again, that's when you are, you are just like, so focused on yourself. Yep. Humble just means that you're like, I say I'm a humble person, even though I self-promote all the time, I'm humble because I'm willing to say, I don't know it all. I, I do not know it all. I don't try to act like I know it all. I'm learning every single day and God is my guide. Yeah. Right. And I think that that's a beautiful way to be humble. Right. It's like, I, I listen, yeah, I might have a track record. Yeah, but that doesn't make me any more special
0: than you. Yeah. Yeah. No, humility is that funny thing. I I remember our pastor one time saying just because you walk around and say like you're humble that doesn't actually mean you're humble.
1: <laughs> I know, I always it always <laughs> makes me laugh when people post that kind of stuff like on Facebook. It's like be humble. I'm like, "What?"
0: <sighs> yeah. It's okay you can recognize it's it also is the attitude with which you're recognizing it. Like any any skill I have is only because God gave it to me. So I'm not, you know, if we go back to that little kid, you know, hide it under a bushel. No, like that's not what I'm called to do. Like I need to share these gifts that God has given me. And this, what I love about this industry is it gives us that uh, vehicle to really show those strengths, to really put them into play and practice in a way that many would not be able to. So Mm -hmm. let's talk about this mama, because I know her well. She wants to be successful, but that doesn't always mean money. Like mm-hmm. in, in fact, most of the time, like that's the first place we go to, but a lot of times like there's so much more fulfillment in success in other ways, being able to help people, whatever the industry, you know, helping your teammates, all of those different things. But why do you think we struggle with that dichotomy? Like figuring out our place in all of that?
1: Mm. I mean, I honestly just think people overthink everything. Right. Yes. And, and it's in and it. Most of the time it's the way that our brains are, um, actually not even hardwired. Like I'm actually getting brain treatments every single morning. Um, so, cause I, I got like this EEG, EEG done to show like how my brain functions. And I did it for one of my, my oldest son. Cause he plays hockey and we found like, Oh my gosh, like our brain is not functioning at the highest capacity. And then I started reading, reading a book called, um, it's by Dr. Amen, and it's called You Happier. And it talks about brain function. And it says that actually humans are going backwards in their brain function. And that's what has caused people to be in this overthinking, perfection, wow. paralysis. It's actually their brains are not working for them. And it's like genetically passed down. Anyways, it's mind blowing if you guys want to like look into that information, because I think sometimes people get mad at themselves for being that way, but sometimes your brain is just not set up properly and there's different foods you can eat that will help you with that. So I just wanted to throw that out there,
0: awesome.
1: but, uh, this is why I try to focus with when I'm working with women that struggle with this, like, who am I, you know, mm-hmm. you've got to focus on what, who God says you are, right? not men. So not who the world says that you are, and how do you know who who God wants you to be? Go to the Bible. Go to the Bible. There are so many scriptures about identity, about finding your confidence in Christ. And um, you know, if you guys want to, you guys can text me, and I'll um, I'll send out. I'll do that at the end of the show because I have all these scriptures that people can confess out loud about their identity. And when you are rooted in Christ, and you know this is who God says I am you're not worried about finding your place in this world because you know that this world isn't your home. And, uh, you know, I feel this concept of homesickness so much because it's like, yes, we're, you know, we're working, we're doing all these things and giving glory to God here. But this is like such a blip, like in eternity. I'm going to do everything with excellence, but I'm not going to waste my time getting caught up in all of the things because I'm doing this for, for, eternity, you know, for my life after this world. And I think people, we got to stay focused on that. The way you stay focused on that is being in God's word
0: and confessing God's word out loud. Amen. Oh my goodness. You know, God's word, it tells us that it is powerful. It is sharper than any two-edged sword and it will change our life. And it's super easy to want like the Like what's the, what's the devotional I can do that's going to be quick and easy and, and I get all that. But if we can just take it back to God's word, first and foremost, like it it is so powerful and, um, I will list some resources that I have, I have used, but one of my favorite authors is Burnt (laughs) Berndt, Oh my goodness. Praying scripture over your kids. And she just takes verses and it's like, you know, um, like Proverbs 3, 6, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. But you could say, you know, in all your ways, Ellie, that's my oldest daughters, you know, I pray Lord that in all Ellie's ways, she will acknowledge you and you will make her path straight. There's something so powerful about just praying scripture. And as humans, I think we are so gifted at complicating the simple, like it is just like a major talent that no one needed to teach me, but Right, like we can just make it so. Let me make it so much more complicated. No, go back to God's word. I absolutely, absolutely love that. So good, um, friend. This has been absolutely amazing. What is, and we could talk for hours because I, I'm like yes, vibing with all of it. Um, but what is one thing that you wish more? Christian female entrepreneurs in this space that we so love, like what is something that you wish that they knew?
1: Hmm. Oh, well, okay. This is, I'm really glad you're asking this question because if you're in this space, you know, it's like a the self-help space and self-help self-development, it becomes like this little prison that you kind of can be a part of. And you know, it's like, it can, it's like, you're getting in this like matrix. If you've ever watched that movie and you know, it's like, you're never going to be able to get out of it. It's like this web. All you're going to be finding is more and more problems with you because hello, you were hardwired to be a sinner. You, you were born. And like, I think about my little kids, I have nieces and nephews now that are super little. It's like, nobody had to teach them how to sin. They just do it because that's, we were hardwired that way. Okay. So if you get, once you start to get in this self-help world, yes, you're going to continue to find more and more problems. And I see that like so many people get caught up in this and then their confidence goes down, down, down because they're trying to be reliant on themselves and making themselves better. Listen, sister, I went down that rabbit hole for years and I, and all it did was make me like insecure. Okay. It caused marriage problems between me and my husband and and um, you know, it's like, I, I could list it all. I could write a whole book on it. I probably will one day about all the things that are wrong with it. And that happened to me personally, but you have to guard your heart. You have to guard your heart and make sure that like, you know, if, uh, if it It seems off to your spirit. It's because that's the Holy Spirit in you, like guarding you and protecting you. Don't just say, I'm just going to go along with it. I'm just going to do this exercise. I'm just going to listen to this audio because my upline told me to. No, like you listen to the Holy Spirit above all else and shut that stuff off. Do not entertain anything that is of darkness because the devil comes as an angel of light. Okay. So it's a lot of stuff that might make you feel really good in the moment. And then you wonder, right, oh gosh, why am I overthinking? Why am I feeling so confused? It's like, well, that's a symptom of not being in God's word and letting other things affect your heart. So that's what I would say is like, you know, this profession, you know, any type the coaching industry, it's all so great. You know, like it's really yeah. awesome, but it, it's also a very, like there's a edge, right? And a lot of people jump off the edge without even knowing it and then they are in this valley of darkness and they don't know how to get out of it so you've got to guard your heart make sure you stay connected with people like Michelle who are just like bible thumpers so like like I'm a bible thumper okay like yeah. don't me listen to the bible okay yep. and you got to stay connected to those types of people too, that will call you forward and just be like, Hey, like I saw you doing that Kundalini stuff. Like, you know, just so you know, like that is no bueno, you know, Mm -hmm. and be willing to accept that type of like feedback and love from your Christian sisters.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. Um, we know that the enemy's purpose is to divert our attention from our savior. And he's going to do that in a million different ways that seems so amazing. And because what is he? He's a wolf in sheep's clothing. And we, he does not have our best at heart at all. And I, I think it's it's always the simplest things that have the biggest impact on our life. And remembering what, who, whose child we are. You yes. know, how many times have you gone someplace and you're like, you're a craft. Or, you know, I'll tell this is your Castro. Like, this is what we do. This is our family. This is how we behave. And it's the same. We are Jesus's. We're Jesus's. We're God's children. And this is how we behave, Um, guarding our hearts and absolutely always going back to God's word first and foremost, completely. Kayla, my friend, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You, I love what you're doing. I love um, how you're encouraging women who can, um, it's real easy in this industry to get caught up in wealth. And, you know, the Bible does not say that there's anything wrong with money. We just have to go back to what is our heart's desire. And we have to want to honor the Lord in all things. So thank you. This has been absolutely amazing. I appreciate your time. And I know my listeners are going to benefit greatly. You'll be able to find all of her links in the show notes and, um, go check her out. Yay, thank you. It was so fun. Ah, I hope that that just fueled you. I don't know about you, but my favorite thing was just hearing, always going back to God's word. Go back to the scripture, first and foremost, compare everything to what His word has to say. I love her confidence. She knows what the Lord has called her to, and she is boldly, boldly proclaiming it, boldly going it out there. So... If this resonated with you, would you do me a favor, take a screenshot, share it in your stories, tag me at Hey, it's Michelle, at Hey, it's Michelle Castro. Also tag Kayla. You can tag her at Kayla.craft or at mommymillionaire.co. All of those links for her will be in the show notes and start following her. Check her out, take a listen, and I hope you have an amazing day.